Hi, and thank you for listening to Infinity Stage Company's radio slot. It's much appreciated. My name is Bex, and I'm the charity secretary for the company, and I thought that before we get going, I'd let you know a little bit about the charity that we're fundraising for this year. The charity is called Autism West Midlands. They're a local charity, and they do amazing work for people living with autism and their families. They provide care for people of all ages. They provide advice and support over the phone and in person. Their volunteers do home visits to check up on people who may not find it easy to live by themselves. They also have residential communities that provide round-the-clock support. They're such a lovely charity, and Infinity feel very passionately that we want to support them in any way we can. And so, if you'd like to, please donate to our Just Giving page. The link and QR code will be on our Facebook page. Any donation, big or small, would be so appreciated. So if you're interested, please go to www.justgiving.com forward slash fundraising, forward slash infinity dash stage dash company. So thank you. Up next, we have Louis Valentine's incredibly creepy play Dead Air, starring the talented voices of Francesca Heyman and Izzy Ward. Please enjoy. Much love, Infinity. If you were to dance with the devil one thing Please listen to the music Please watch your steps Please listen to the way he sings And when you look him in the eye Please tell me what you can see Cause God only knows I've tried Let's hope Lucifer's got a place for me This train's going to heaven I'm getting out of the next stop Because hell is where rock and roll is Don't you know, yeah, that's just showbiz Come on, hell is where rock and roll is Don't you know, yeah, that's just showbiz Because 
welcome back to the late night radio show, The Witching Hour. I'm your host, Peter Saints, and the time is 3.20am. The song you just heard was Dance with the Devil by The Great Idea, one of my personal favourites. Now, if you're new to the show, Witching Hour is a radio show dedicated to investigating the paranormal and listening to your stories for when your friends and family don't want to hear the truth about ghosts, demons and anything else spooky or mysterious. Of course, we don't always have the busiest airwaves due to our late night hours. So, if you have a story, we're here and ready to listen at the number 01525-813-666. Once again, 015-259-136-66. If you aren't one that wants to hear your own voice, we do also have that option to send in your stories via email to witchinghour at latenightradio.com. On that note... We've had an email sent in to us by Gregor Samsa. Dear Peter and the Witching Hour team, I'm in need of some assistance. It appears I am slowly becoming an insect. I believe I have been cursed by either a witch or a follower of the ritual dark arts or possibly some greater being or even a demon has smited me into becoming a lesser being. I have not changed size, but I've gained a few new features, including antenna, and additional eyes, which actually are making my sight get worse. I can no longer talk properly, mostly saying jumbled gibberish, and this might be the last day I have fingers before my arms separate into additional limbs. Hmm. It seems. Gregor goes on at some length about his insectoid state, and, to be honest, I can't tell if this is a joke or deadly serious. If it is real, Gregor, please go to the doctor. If it is a joke... Please don't send in any more emails as here at Witching Hour we are seeking real stories about your experiences with the paranormal or bizarre occurrences. In this instance, if this is real, Gregor, I must say, it is in our top 10 weirdest encounters and I hope you return to your preferred state soon. Now, my producer, Paul, is saying that we have a cooler. A uwarda. A uada. Hello, you Ada, are you there? Hello, it's Uwada. Hello, Uwada. Where are you from, and what have you come to talk to me about tonight? Hello, Peter. Um, I'm calling from a small town called Upper Salingham. And I decided to call tonight because, well, I've had the house. I've, I've had the house to myself for about a week. Now, and honestly, I just can't sleep very well alone. You see, my, uh, my husband's usually here, but he decided to go and stay at his sister's for a while, and he asked me to go with him, but I've found it difficult to leave the house recently. Being by myself, I can't sleep well, as I said, and I, I found your radio show plays at the time when I'm awake, and I found it... Well, I've been listening for a few nights, and I thought... What's happened to me? Or what has been happening to me? What was the sort of story that suited the show? I see. So, you've had something happen to you which isn't something you'd normally experience? Yes. I would say I've been having experiences which are way beyond my norm. They've made life quite difficult to maintain how it used to be, honestly. All right. 
it sounds like this paranormal experience has had quite an impact on your life, if you describe it as being paranormal. Yes, I'd say so. All right, Uada. Would you be able to describe to us your story? Well, um, I'd say my experiences have been going on for a while now, especially in the ways it's been happening. You see, my house has been in the family for generations. We've actually owned the place since 1939, and you know what they say about old houses. Well, um, a lot of my family have passed away in the house, often too young, before they should have. My dad was one of them, you see. So was my son. <clears throat> they both passed away at significant times in my life. My father, he died a week before my wedding. He had a sudden brain hemorrhage when he was having a shower and... And then my son passed away on the anniversary of his death ten years later. He was having a bath. Next thing I knew, my husband was calling out for me. Screaming for me. It was too strange a coincidence. It was the same cause of death. In the same bathtub, same bathroom, same house, exactly ten years later. I'm so sorry to hear about your family, Uada, but do you think you've seen them after all of this? Your father and your son's spirits? Yes. All the time nowadays. I didn't used to. But about a year? After my son passed away, I saw someone. Someone I thought was a family member. I thought it was my, my great-grandmother. She lived a long life and she was a big part of my childhood, but had passed away when I was twelve. She disappeared, actually. There was something about it, you see. When I saw her, I, I, I got a feeling in my head. Like, like a sharp pressure. And when I saw her, she was just coming out of the bathroom at the bottom of the hallway. And she just stood there, at the bottom of the hallway, looking at me straight in the eyes. At first I thought it was a trick of the light or shadow or something. I, I just... I just didn't believe what I was seeing. She started walking towards me, slowly. When I looked at her face, it felt like someone I'd recognised. Your grandmother? My great-grandmother, yes. But, but when she approached me, the more I looked, the more I realised it wasn't her. Whatever it was, it had been wearing her clothes and I... I think her face. Wearing her face. Like it like it had been taken from her and was wearing it like like a mask. And I looked it in the eyes. Or tried to. The hallway was dark and I was frozen stiff, so I hadn't tried to turn on the lights, but when I looked it in the eyes, I just saw this strange colour. Some colour I'd never seen before. It was hypnotic. 
but I knew whatever it was. It wasn't my grandmother. It was pretending to be, to, to, I think, try and catch me. I don't want to try and lead you to any specific conclusion, but what do you think that thing wearing your grandmother's face was? A, a demon? I don't know this stuff very well. I've, I've read a few books on the paranormal or, or supernatural or whatever you call it, but nothing I've read ever mentioned a demon which wears the face of someone's great-grandma. This is only a theory, but it's possible this demon was using the face of its prey's family to lure it into some false sense of security. As you said, you think it was trying to catch you, yes? Yes. And it got closer, and I could see the edges of its face under the mask like a... A grey, stony-type colour. I, and I should have started running then. But, but I was too scared to even move my eyes. And while I stood there, it just came up to my face, barely a foot away, and I saw it smile. This large mouth beneath the mask curved up, and I could do nothing but watch it as it... Removed my grandmother's hands as if they were gloves, revealing these grey, claw-like hands. And the whole time its eyes are still piercing into mine. I, I still see them when I close my eyes. That wrinkled face of my great-grandmother with those unexplainable eyes. It then took its hand and started to use its nails to cut the side of my face. It was a deep, nasty cut. It must have only been cutting me for four seconds, but it felt like an eternity. And it only stopped when I heard my husband come up the stairs, and it, it just ran back into the bathroom in a, in a blur. It cut your face. Do you think to... Take my face? Yes. Yes, I do. And it came from the bathroom? Did you say, was this the same bathroom as, well, where the tragic incidents with your father and son took place? The same. We'd kept that room locked because of that memory. We couldn't afford to quickly move house after he died, so keeping it shut was, was, it was all we could do. But, but that thing, whatever it was, it must have had a key because it was real and it opened the door the powers of the paranormal are often unexplainable uada i wasn't too concerned with it being able to open the door it was it was just seeing that room again as soon as it had been reopened i saw them both everywhere in the house day after day night after night my son come to our room when we were sleeping in the middle of the night and just crying outside our door this this whimper whenever i open the door it would just be two small wet footprints outside with my dad it was worse i kept seeing him in every reflection standing behind me his his nose bleeding his eyes empty once it wasn't even a reflection
He was sat on the settee downstairs, dead, but still letting out a slow, painful breath. Every day, it's like just seeing him die over and over again. How long did you say this haunting has been going on for now, Uada? A few months. My husband's found it difficult. Has he been able to see them too? No. But I know it must be difficult for him to see me like this. I mean, I've tried reaching out to others, but no one had any experience like me. No one's seen that thing like I have. Even people who've lost people like I have don't feel stuck like me with these images and sounds and experiences. Your story is valid and understood here, Uwada. Uh, but I must ask, do you think these experiences will go away if you left the house? How can you cope? How have you coped for so long? Uh, a few months would be enough to make the best of us. Well, deteriorate mentally. I can't leave, though, in a way. This is the closest I can be to them. And closest I have been for a long time. But the way you see them, they are tortured souls. You must begin to consider letting them rest, Uwada. Uwada, have you seen the demon with your grandmother's face since that encounter in the hallway? Do you think that's what may be casting these visions, or has at least influenced... Uwada, are you there? Sometimes I wonder if... Can you hear him? Uwada, what is that? He always comes at this time. Bobby, can you hear me? Uwada, do you always try talking to Bobby? Yes. Does he ever respond? No, he, he just cries. Uwada, earlier you said you wondered something. What was that? What were you wondering? Every time I hear him, I open this door and he disappears. But I've never actually invited him inside before. Please. Be careful, Uwada. Are you sure you want him to come into the room? Because as much as you'd want it, it won't bring him back. I was wondering if I could bring him back. Then what was it? I just realised, maybe. Maybe that's not my son's spirit outside. Did you hear that? It stopped. Did you open the door, Uwada? No. Peter? Yes? I don't know what's outside of my room. Iwada, you did say you were alone right now, didn't you? Yes. Please, don't open that door and please do not invite whatever is outside into your room. Please, stay on the line with me, Uwada. If it's that thing, 
Surely it could just open the door. We don't know that. Just, just please, Uwata, stay on the line. I, I think it knows that because another person is here listening, it, it won't come in. How do you know that? You don't know that? We're both trying our best here, Uwada. Can you hear that? I've just... It's just... I've never seen anything like this before. I should call the police. Uwada, if you leave the call, we, we don't know what might happen. You can't help me. You're just a voice on the phone. Uwada? Uwada, are you, are you there? It appears we are unable to get back in touch with Uwada at this moment in time. Uwada, if you are still listening, all of us here hope you're all right and that your supernatural problems are resolved soon. And if you want to get back in touch with us, please do. Moving on now from Uwada's supernatural story, we are sadly near the end of tonight's show, which for regular listeners, you know means we are to turn on our spirit boxes and open our sound waves to the static as, according to our sponsor, Ghost Encounters, the Paranormal Hunters Weekly Magazine. Radio frequencies are one of the closest means of contacting the spirit world. So, in this segment of the show, we attempt to contact any spirits who wish to communicate with us. Now this week, we have had a special request from a Tom Horrows, who has emailed us to call out for his friend Eliza Elfman, who sadly passed away a few months ago, and he has wished to talk to her for some time now, having missed her company. Well, Tom, I'm sure we here at Witching Hour Radio can try our best to find your friend Eliza. We will now open our frequency to play its own feedback, creating a form of long-distance spirit box. So, if you hear static or white noise, don't be alarmed. Now that I'm talking to this frequency directly, I want to start by saying I come with no ill intentions and I'm merely here to communicate with any spirits who wish to talk back. My name is Peter and I'm going to speak on behalf of Tom Horrows, who is wishing to hear from his friend Eliza Elfman. Eliza, if you are there and you are able to hear me, please say hello. Eliza, if you can hear me and you want to talk to me, please say hello now. Hello? This episode of Dead Air was written and directed by Louis Valentine and brought to you by Infinity Stage Company and Burn FM, featuring Francesca Heyman's Peter Saints and Izzy Ward as Iwada, with a special thanks to Jack Petherin, Joe Strafford, Emma Sherry, Tico Nessin and Harshita Nadu.